Hello, welcome to Spotlight, cutting through the clouds of dullness with artistic joy. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, a revealing chat with the director and cast member from the Two Feathers production of A Full Monty. We head up north to hear about the Man in Arts exhibition later this month. Rudyard Kipling's Jungle Book takes to the stage in Manx. And more from Helen Jessup on this year's Litfest. Remember, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put in the spotlight. Poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary, mime, all the usual list, you can add what you like. Just email spotlight at manxradio.com or Howard Kane, that's with an E, the Kane, at manxradio.com and get it on the air. There can be few who haven't seen the classic film The Full Monty, starring Robert Carlyle, the tale of a group of unemployed men who try to make some extra cash by staging a strip show. It's been seen on the bank stage once before, but now, due to popular demand, one imagines, it's being staged again by Two Feathers Productions. Director David Artis and actor Alex Tui told me more. The premise of the show is exactly the same as the film, the very famous film of the early 90s. Yeah, no, no difference at all, just put to music. Okay. And what sort of cast have we got then? Because it's uh, you obviously need a, um, what's the word I should say, a lively cast, a, a cast who are prepared to have a few inhibitions. Exhibitionists, we like <laughs> to call them. Yeah, no, I, I was quite worried about this when we uh, when we cast it because, you know, it's not the half Monty, it's the full Monty. They do, they do, uh, they, they go the full way at the end. Um, so I thought, well, how, how are we going <laughs> to, where are we going to find these people from? And they were queuing around the block. So uh, I, I've said that probably in a different life and a different uh dimension that you'd find them on Hyde Park with a long Mac, you know, but now they're given an outlet, uh, which is the gaiety stage and the Manx public will be uh, will be completely, uh, yeah, completely in awe of what we've got to show them. As it were, yeah. Have you got a long Mac, Alex? I don't, as that happens, no. When, when, you know, when it did come to uh, casting this, uh, as Dave says, you know, it's, uh, we had to, well, I, I got called a lot of the same guys to see if they were available, because um, I knew that, uh, you know, it was it would be a done deal. I knew they'd done it before. They, they had no uh, inhibitions. And it was very, it was a very short conversation with all of them. They all jumped at the chance. And as time has gone on, a couple of them have had to to drop out, moving off island. And um, again, it was very easy to yeah, to to recast those parts. And have we got so there's new blood in as well as some of the old blood. So some of the ones from a prior production, but new blood in as well. It's about fifty fifty, uh, t- to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's look, we we had a, a run last night, and you know the the the, the new people who haven't done the show before bring another energy t- uh, to it. Um, but again, you know, new, new faces. Um, everyone's getting on so well. It's, it's just a, a fantastic show. It's hilarious. Um, and we're all having a great time doing it. The choreography then, because obviously it is, I'm assuming, the dance routine from the show again. I assume that's the sort of thing you'd be doing as the sort of showpiece of the actual overall. You'd, you'd recognise some of the moves. I mean, everyone remembers the, uh, the scene in the dole queue mm. where the guys um, just, you know, subconsciously start dancing right they start moving their shoulders so that is in this show 
and yet look it's a musical so you know the the, the people bought the rights for this and they decided they 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 actually purposed purposed it for for broadway and americanized it a bit we brought it back to the uk somewhat with accents but yeah it's um it's it, it is a musical so there's dancing in it now the guys um <laughs> the guys uh are of a certain oh, much of Wayne sleeps yeah but you know we only have to do a, a slick dance at the end you know it's 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 the journey you take to get there oh yeah and, anyway, to, and then bless yeah. Risha Quayle, no, she's a fantastic choreographer uh we adore to be so we better name check the uh the, the six guys i suppose then i know the, the wonderful david castro isn't it yes he is yeah horse by name horse by nature <laughs> <laughs> that's the line of the show um, I don't. I don't know. I did recognize. I don't it. know him too well <laughs> in that respect. Um, this myself. I, I play a character called Jerry, which is um, the Robert Carlyle character mm-hmm. uh, from the movie. Uh, we have David Cowley. Um, uh, we have Alex Maxwell and uh, Nigel Ties and Ben Heath as well, who plays uh, Big Fat Dave. Yeah, some, some wonderful characters there. What what drew you to the part? Is it something you'd always fancied doing? Is it something well, you're, are you a natural exhibitionist? I was very fortunate. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Only in the privacy of my own home. But uh, I was very fortunate. Uh, I, I played this same role um, a number of years ago. David cast me, um, and um, I think he described me as uh, the best actor on the Isle of Man at the time. <laughs> um, only joking. Um, and so, so, but but it's the one show where I've had. Um, it, it's given me the biggest buzz. Uh, from from being on stage, and I mean, if you can imagine it, Howard, you know, you're standing on stage completely naked, and you feel that breeze between your legs, Through and the nether hundreds of people in front of you. It just it just overwhelms the senses. Um, and I just thought, before I get too old, before I get to David's age, yeah, that exactly. you know, I wanted to have that experience again. So um, I got the rights, and um, yeah, I just thought, let's just get on with this, and hopefully have the same experience. But it is going to be, even though it's the same show, it's just going to be, it's, it's reworked and it? it's, it's just going to be um, um, a feast for the eyes and ears of the Isle of Man. Terrific. And music-wise, is, is, this, is there a band involved or is this actually coming off a soundtrack? Or No, no. So there's an orchestra in the pit. Um, you know, we're, we're all about live theatre and that includes live music as well. I mean, look, you know, tracks have, have its place. Used them in pantos before, but this is the full experience and... You know the full Monty in terms of the band, yeah. So Absolutely. we've got a band uh, which is uh, dressed dutifully, duty, yeah, dressed. <laughs> Maybe don't know. Um, dutifully uh, um, le- headed by uh, the the fabulous uh, Dave Holland mm-hmm. uh, and his great band, yeah. So uh, look, yeah, it's a uh, it, it is I, when you say that, we're, we're, are they dressed or not? Now this show does weird things to people, <laughs> you know. So I wouldn't discount them taking their tops off and pretending they're naked. I wouldn't know to be honest. They <laughs> Did they do the last time? I don't know, but they, they, might they definitely caught a lot of our clothes anyway. But we've never experienced, I've never experienced an, audi- an audience reaction like we like we had last time. Uh, and we fully expect it to be this time as well. I mean, I, I don't know whether, whether you know, but we've got every, uh, both Saturdays have an early evening performance and a late evening performance. So there's a five o'clock and a there's late. a nine o'clock. And that's get out of happens at nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. That's the idea. <laughs> that does sound dangerous. Yeah, it is a little bit, but no. Um, but that uh, that adds to the fear, adds to the excitement. I think is the the probably the be- the better I word. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> right then, you better give us the time, dates, place, and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the show starts on the fifteenth of July till the twenty second, and as David said, uh, on both Saturdays there are two shows: uh, one at five pm and one at nine pm. Seven thirty Monday to Friday. 
Um, and yeah, tickets can be uh, got from the usual outlets, uh, villagator.com, or call them 600-555. Um, I'm not practicing this at all. <laughs> but whilst I'm here as well, I want to say a, a massive thank you to our principal sponsor, Zedra, who without their support, we could not do this show at all. You know, it's 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 been invaluable. Um, and we want to thank them from the bottom of our heart. No, it's really important because yeah. the arts struggle, you know, uh, and it's a, it's a huge risk, especially if you're taking on the financial okay. risk yourself. Um, you know, you, you you need help like that. Otherwise, these projects would never, ever get off the ground. And I should say, just 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 to, just to round it all off, um, this is a show for both sexes. It's got a really important, poignant story. Uh, Alex is... Uh, there is, isn't it? Right. In behind the sort of, you know, all the comedy and all the stripping, yeah. whatever, there is, of course, as you said, that yeah. really wonderfully yeah. poignant storyline. No, but there the, is. Yeah, the ser- they're all serious issues um, and dealt with, you know, um, with, a, with a comedy element as well. And and as such, you know, we, we've got a, a list of charities who are collecting um, after the shows and they, you know, we, we've tried to be selective in the charities that are, that, that are, uh, will benefit from that those kind of topics. Um, and back to Zedra, their, their charity of choice is Man and Cancer Support Group. And recently we held a golf day. Um, as well to raise some money um, for them, and they they deal predominantly with male cancers. Um, so I think prostate cancers the, mm-hmm. the, the prime one with them. So yeah, it's um, it's a lot of serious issues dealt with, you know, very tongue in cheek and in a very funny way. Um, but as David says, it's a show for everyone. And again, the show starts this Saturday, the fifteenth. It runs through to the twenty second. Two shows on the Saturdays. It's bound to be popular. Get your tickets now. And if you're feeling frisky. Go for one of the late night shows, if there are any tickets left. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. From stripping off to putting on, an exhibition that is, which is exactly what the Man and Art Group are doing in Ramsey later this month. The president of the group is Ronnie Doyle, and I asked him if the exhibition would be featuring work from all of the members. Some people are quite shy, they don't feel that their quality of work is up to exhibiting. But more and more, uh, they've built up confidence over the years. So, yeah, we do, we have got members who are not active members as such. Um, so they come along and uh, they bring their uh, pieces for that particular exhibition. Um, but it is an open exhibition. So people can, non-members can come in, pay a small fee to hang their paintings. And then I think currently now it's 20% of the sale price goes back into the art group so marvelous and this is i said taking place between those days this in the hall in the same hall is is actually being yeah it's all in yes sorry it's all in saint paul's hall so parking is no problem down in market square um and uh where we go through periods of being quiet for the viewings and then you get massive rush of people but we usually do very very well so this year, again, we're hoping now that we're well out of the COVID, people get mm. out of the habit of going out and doing things. So we've been going again now for a couple of years or so since COVID. And so do you get do you get a wide range of media that people work in? Yeah, well, personally, I'm uh, watercolour, although I've recently gone in also to pen and wash. Uh, but there aren't that many of us who do watercolour. A lot of people go for acrylics now. Some do oil, but acrylics and pastel. So it is, and mixed media. So it's, uh, and and then the sculpture. We have one guy, uh, F- Chris Fairgreave, who's been in the uh, group now for a while. And Chris is a fantastic wood carver. And he brings out some beautiful pieces. So, yeah, we've got a good, across the range, we've got a good mix of styles and 
medium. And it's interesting you're saying that within the group itself that's that's been more men coming in and that sort of changed changed the sort of the output of the group a little bit. Well, the dynamics yeah. have changed yeah. a bit. There's, um, yeah, it, it's it's like art has always been. I remember way way back when I was in boarding school in Dublin, it was a bit of a thing to um, for a guy to be interested in art. It was considered slightly sissy. Mm. But uh, thank goodness that's all changed over the years. And it's interesting because some of the greatest artists in the world have been men anyway. But fortunately, we have a lovely mix of women um, and men. So, yeah, you get it, the dynamics of it are different. And it, the whole culture, I, I, I can't really say any more except that the whole culture of the group is um, live and let live and help each other and worked worked together and that it's that sort of atmosphere it's friendly filled with enthusiasm and some very good work is produced we've some very talented uh, female artists a couple of guys who are not bad <laughs> or as well <laughs> and are these people because again is it the sort of thing you think you can take up later in life or or, or is it sort of are most of the members of they been sort of artists all their lives or? well it's very interesting that because I never took up art. Well, I did when I was at way, way back, as I say, in school in Dublin. And uh, I, I did it in my equivalent of A-levels, uh, the leaving certificate. Uh, and I never touched it again because I, I had my own business and raising a family. And it was only in 2001, my wife and I were on one of our Italian holidays. And I was inspired to take up a biro and an envelope and I started sketching what I saw. And my wife looked at it and said, right, when you go back home to the island, you're going to take up, join an art group and take up art. And that was in 2001. So I was 55 then. So you've so, never looked back since. And I've never looked back. And I absolutely love it. The only thing I regret, Howard, is that I never realized that I loved it so much and that I had the ability mm -hmm. to do it. All those years previously. I suppose, as you say, when you know, when you're busy, you're working, you've got your own business, you're bringing up family. There's not a lot of free time often, is there? No, there isn't. Your yeah. your mind is on raising your your children, <laughs> providing for them, and holding your business together. So, yeah, that's just the way it goes. But I've loved it ever since. So terrific uh, exhibition coming up. I know where I've dropped into it before, and being opened by the governor as well. I see. Yeah, well, the governor actually, uh, Sir John Cant, on this occasion. Um, so we've got uh, our chief minister, Al okay. Cannon. Lovely. He's coming along. And uh, we've got uh, Albie Oldham, who's uh, leader of the Ramsey Town Commissioners. So uh, he's going to be there as well. So uh, I think Michael Stark actually is opening the show. Excellent. So everyone Very well Michael. known. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So just remind us then the dates and the times when people can come along and uh, enjoy all this art. And I assume quite a lot of it will be for sale if people want to take something and make their own homes more beautiful. Absolutely. Well, first of all, on the dates, uh, hard, it's July 27th to August 5th, inclusive. And that goes right through on Sundays as well. And yes, the, not the whole purpose of it is, but the point of it is to exhibit what we do, what our talents are, where we're at, and uh, hopefully that people will either buy originals, but they can buy prints if they make an, uh, contact somebody uh, or let the artist know that they would like a print because they 
actual uh, painting itself, the original, is going to be too expensive, mm -hmm. um, which is understandable. Uh, well, then we can do prints. But yeah, everything's available for sale. And again, that exhibition from the 27th of July through to the 5th of August, lots of the work is for sale. Put a note in your diary, drop in. Oh, we'll hear a little more about the Man in Art group itself from Ronnie next week. Tammy Corrinish, Shere Khan, the Bengal Tiger from Rudyard Kipling's evergreen classic, The Jungle Book. The name Shere Khan, by the way, translates roughly as Tiger Ruler. And he will feature, along with all of the other classic characters, in a brand new musical production of Jungle Book in Manx Gaelic. It's being created and written by Aileen Cunningham and Annie Kizik from the Bunskull Gilgach, but it's being staged at the Peel Centenary Centre. Aileen, told me it was something a little bit different for them. That's right, yes. Annie Kizik and I have adapted the story of uh, The Jungle Book into Manx Gaelic as a play and we've written uh, 17 exciting new songs uh, to produce it as a musical. Terrific. So where did this idea come from then? Well, we have got a sort of store of seven musicals. We try and put one on a year and um, we've done lots of... Uh, traditional tales and uh, we decided to go for the jungle book for this year's one okay so and again so there's there's purpose written music and everything is obviously going to be in manx gaelic that's right but don't let that put you off if you don't understand any manx because uh, the children are such good actors and the music's so great anyone could enjoy it so yeah it's an interesting concept in many ways so the story is that following the original rudyard kipling it's a little bit of both. So uh, it's mainly the Kipling version, but uh, Carr is pretty much as in Disney. OK, so that, so do we have those characters that people have seen? I suppose they'll be familiar with the, if not the book, maybe the cartoon or the film and such like. So do we have all the Shere Khan and the Baloos and such like? We do. We've got Baloo, Bagheera, Mowgli, and we've got a marvellous, enormous, scary puppet Shere Khan. The costumes, have these been made in-house as well? Uh, parents have been wonderful and provided costumes. Oh, very very ambitious. And have the kids been enjoying it then? Because I suppose, I mean, I suppose I was sort of brought up on Jungle Book and uh, I imagine you were as well. Do the kids relate to it still? Um, they do. Most of them have seen the Disney version. And for our English lessons, we've been reading the Kipling, which has been as our classic text. And uh, they've really enjoyed the rich language in that. Yes. And are they, are they buying into the sort of the characters and the movement? I take it sort of there's dance and sort of lots of movement as well on the stage. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got some big dance numbers and uh, everybody's involved in that. And uh, yeah, we're having a lot of fun. So it's a general, a, a genuine family show then or suitable for everyone? Absolutely. Um, little children might be a little scared by the tiger. I was scared by the tiger and the snake. <laughs> So give us the date, time, places, how people get tickets. Uh, get tickets through the Centenary Centre website. Um, only £5 for adults and £3 for under-18s. And the performances will be on the 13th and 14th of July, Thursday and Friday at 7pm. 
Terrific. And this is, am I right thinking this is a bit of a sort of a first? Because normally, are they just in the Bun School itself? Is it a bit different taking it down to the centenary? That's right. We usually perform in the Methodist Hall next door to the Bun School. Um, but we thought we'd go for the magic of the theatre with lighting and a big stage. Excellent. I don't know how to say it in Manx, but break a leg. Jeremiah. Sounds great, doesn't it? It's on tomorrow the 13th and the 14th. It's bound to be a great evening's entertainment, whether you speak Manx or not. Finally, we heard from Helen Jessup last week about this year's LitFest, but there's so much going on we couldn't fit it all in one show and there's plenty more lined up for 2023. So we've got Jay Hume coming over. He's our poet this year. Mm -hmm. He has won lots of awards. He's written some wonderful books, Clouds Cannot Cover Us. He's recently had a children's book out. Um, which he's done sort of the writing for. It's got it's absolutely beautiful. But he's coming over and he's doing quite a few events. So he's got his standalone event on the Sunday evening. He's doing a workshop on the Sunday morning at Windsor Coffee in Douglas, and that's that's limited because it's a workshop. You want it to be a little bit more intimate, yes. so he can get round and give everybody a little bit of help and advice. Um, He's also going to be comparing our new poetry event, which is something I'm very, very excited about. So the Manx Lit Fest celebration of poetry will be happening on the Saturday night. And we've decided to do a new poetry event that celebrates different types of poetry. So we are still going to have the performance side of it that's a little bit competitive. We're not having a panel of judges, so everybody who attends on the night will get a vote. So it's audience sort of participation in that Mm -hmm. way. So audience will vote on entertainment value of the poems, which ones they like best. It's a popular vote, isn't it? Then we've got the other performers will be voting for each other in a different category on content and form. And then Jay will also um, have compare's choice. So there's three different um, chances to win in that and then we're also going to have a dedicated space for people who have published poetry if they want to display um, any of their books or pamphlets or leaflets information boards where they can put where we can find their poetry where we can find events that they're doing it's just a way for people to really promote and celebrate everything to do with their poetry so rather than just the competitive side it's about everything they give to poetry, everything they do, everything they put out, just to really celebrate the art form and the poets as a whole, which um, I've spoken to some of the poets who we've had performing with us in the past, so it's really a collaboration with some of them as well, saying this is what we would like out of a poetry event, and to be able to do that is really, really a lovely thing to do, to celebrate it in such a a big way, because there's nothing currently at the moment other than if you're publishing and putting out your written poems for people to go and see it sort of out and about um you know in one Mm. sort of space so the poetry trail and things they all happen and you've got all of the other published poetry happening but to be able to go to one event one night and see oh here's all the websites where you can go and find everyone's work and here's their personal facebook pages or whatever people can really promote themselves to poetry lovers and hopefully it's going to be a really really lovely night out as well for everyone so they come listen to some poetry being performed listen to jay perform some of his promote some of their other work as well that sounds really nice and, and again there is i know a booming poetry sector on the isle of man and there's lots of 
well, there's lots of well-known names, I think, doing poetry. And I always am fascinated whenever we talk poetry here. And that, as you say, there's the two elements, aren't there, of the sort of the performance of poetry and and the writing of poetry. And sometimes, you, and you know, I'm often surprised at how you find people who you might have known for ages, who do actually write a bit of poetry, but they don't actually perform it. They do it because they just like writing, they like doing it. It's something they almost do for themselves. Uh, and either th- through maybe they, they don't feel confident enough or they just have no desire to to actually perform it as such, but they love writing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah we want to give everybody who a chance, even if they want to put some of their poems down anonymously, because sometimes it's so scary because you're sort of opening yourself up yes. by that, but mm. there will be a space you can put down anonymous poems hang around the table listen to what people say get a bit of anonymous feedback if you like um yeah just just a way to celebrate all types of poetry is the plan that's about it for this week don't forget if you want to hear anything again go to manxradio.com download the spotlight podcast listen where and when you want why not try it whilst sitting on the summit of greber on a summer's evening watching the sun go down see you next week look after yourselves whatever you're doing be creative about it Cheerio.